Hello, hello. I'm here. And I'm talking to you guys. Part of me just does it because I'm bored. But... Uh, the other part of me does it because I... I'm learning... This is something new I'm learning, actually. I'm learning that community helps me see new perspectives and it's something that I something that I feel like we know uh, but I'm learning to to flex and work out and strengthen my community muscle because I don't have I don't have a lot of experience with community or a lot of trust issues with community is it trust issues no it's just not experience I'm I used to be I kind of still am pretty self-righteous and what I mean by that is that I think that I know what's best and I, I think that there's a right and wrong way to do things and when things aren't being done right or when something bad is happening uh, I'm I'm the person that gets to judge that that it it's like equity it's um, it's value and it's purpose even so that's what I mean by I'm self-righteous. And so because of that, sometimes when I'm in community or when I'm in relationship or connection with somebody, I, I'll judge them self-righteously. I'll judge them to a point where I think that they're doing something right or wrong. And I'm also doing that out of superiority, but also out of insecurity, inferiority. Like, I'm not good enough and I'm trying to make you lesser so that I can feel good enough. So interesting. Uh, where was I getting at that? <laughs> Where's my self-righteous comment coming from again? It's coming from something. Oh, well, I, I don't know for sure. I don't know for certain. But, anyways, I am here. Oh, I wanted to talk about fitness. But I am currently unavailable, so I'm going to talk about it after I get back. Hello, hello. I have not made a recording in a long time. Uh, I am currently on a joyride to visit my brother. And I'm a little bored, to be honest. I don't have a lot of um, music playing. Radio is not that good, and I can't think of anybody to call or talk to, so I'm just trying to talk. But I like to talk vulnerably and authentically whenever I'm making a podcast episode on here. Right now, I'm working on a book. I'm supposed to be writing a book right now because it's spring break for me, and I just really enjoy. Uh, I really enjoy the book that I'm, I've been writing, but I've been feeling like it's been a little bit overwhelming to write because there's, it requires some perspective that I didn't have any knowledge on yet, and uh, I feel like I have a lot more knowledge on it now. I did my research, I've been doing a lot of my research on it, but I think, I think it'd be good to just talk about my book. I haven't really talked about it too much. Uh, a brief summary of the first two and then I'll get into the third one that I'm working on right now the main character's name is Bo his nickname is Bo he goes 
He goes by Bo, but his real name is Bowen. And uh, he goes through a really complicated relationship with his identity. Uh, there's a lot of confusion on how he should be seen, how the world sees him, and uh, who really needs to see him, who he really needs to be seen by. He has a hard time feeling like a beloved, even though he's beloved by his family. He is, he has a lot of really great family members who love him dearly. He's best friends with his little sister, but he doesn't have a lot of purpose. He struggles with purpose. He struggles with identity in that way. Um, it's not that he doesn't know himself, and it's not that he doesn't know who he's becoming or who he is. Uh, it's just that he doesn't see any truth in what's becoming of him. He doesn't see any drive. He doesn't have a reason to become who Bo is becoming. And so the first book is kind of him going down the deep end until he meets a girl. But he, he goes down the deep end not knowing why he's doing the things he's doing. Uh, he's lost because he's afraid of doing the wrong thing. Uh, he becomes the caregiver of his little sister when his father wasn't necessarily, had, didn't necessarily abandon him, but has been like taken from him, I guess would be a way to say that. His father's been taken from him because he's went to go find his mother and he was left with just taking care of his little sister. And, uh, yeah, he kind of lost, he lost purpose. His purpose became the caregiver, the older brother, and not Bowen. He didn't have time to be Bowen. He just knew he had to be something for his little sister and for his family. Uh, and then there came a point where he and his little sister were on the run from the people who took his family members. It's kind of like Taken, but... Okay, wait, no. Taken's not a bad, a good one. It's kind of like he tried to find... No, wait. It's kind of like his family has something that the antagonists want, and he is the protector of that thing, and then... His father went to go find his mother, his father's wife, because uh, they're kind of holding her captive in order to get the, the object that the family has. So not only is Bowen taking care of his little sister, but he's also the protector of this item. And the antagonist found out where they live and they had to flee. So they go incognito in this hidden city where uh, this, he meets this girl. And he kind of loses the identity of the protector when he meets this girl. And uh, he's, he's kind of like, he's kind of created some like interesting codependency 
but he's a, he becomes aware of that codependency and then uh, this girl is like really secure and she kind of like shows him the way of security like she sees his strength and um, he's kind of stuck in the codependency mode because he's kind of sick of being the older brother and the protector and so she's like she wants to liberate him from that so that he can be his own man and so then he becomes his own man at the end of the book and so then in the second book he uh, let me think here he finds himself with the girl and they, they start to like try to figure each other out Kind of thing they kind of figure out the dynamic as he becomes his own man because he still likes her or her, her, her name's leo so bowen likes leo and leo likes bowen but uh there's a new dynamic now because bowen is now his own man there's no codependency with this woman and leo sees him and re- acknowledges him as a man but then now that he is someone worthy of like I guess surrendering herself to be taken care of by um, it opens up her own wound because she's so used to independence so she's like challenging him as a man are you actually here for me even though I've I've chosen you already kind of thing I know I'm getting really abstract because I don't want to really like spoil the the story (laughs) too much but she's she's been hurt she's been she's been having to uh, play the role of uh, what is the word savior she's been having to play the role of savior for a really long time and it's just a natural thing for her and so to find somebody who is saying I can actually liberate you from that pressure so that you can be you in front of me so that you can be Leo in front of Bowen um, it's it's hard because she doesn't know if she can let go of that identity uh, it's so interesting right like she's had insecure she had she's had security in her independence but she had, hasn't realized that she has insecurity when it comes to interdependence because she hasn't let anyone in that, at that level she's only had maternal maternal figures and paternal figures she's had father figures and mother figures and mentors and people who like speaking life into her um, and so she's understood the perfect mode of being which is just the ability to uh, love well be a beloved and enjoy life while spreading that that joy to others but she hasn't been able to just do that for herself. Um, like, completely, I guess. Because she does it because she thinks she's the savior of others. And so her pride keeps her away from true identity, I guess. Whereas Bowen, he he's, his was the opposite. Um, he had no pride. He had false humility. He thought of himself less because he thought that was what protected himself from getting hurt 
And then Leo brought him out of that, and now he is giving her an opportunity to actually surrender her pride and say, actually, you also need to be loved on, and you also need to be allowed to be. And so they've been, they, they get set into this position where they can actually surrender their need to protect each other from each other and just embrace the the truth which is they do not they don't need to be anything or do anything to be loved they don't need to have anything they don't need to do anything they don't need to be anything because they already are and that is a process of wholeheartedness and they discover that in the second book the process of wholeheartedness is learning how to let go of pride learning how to let go of perfectionism, learning how, how to let go of comparison, um, learning how to let go of control. Um, there's so many things, but all of it stems from shame. Of, and that shame, like it stems from the feeling that they need to be something more than who they are because shame has told them that they are nothing without X, Y, Z. And that's kind of the second book. So then the third book is Bowen and Leon being separated. They get separated at a point because they become these powerful these powerful humans who the antagonists don't want them to like be together with. And the antagonists at this point become a, a different aura or a different spirit or a different character. Right? The antagonist is now um, space and time, I guess would be the best way to say it. It's timing that become the antagonist and um, separation. Uh, it's it's the natural order of this world that I've created, and the natural order has put them out of place, so that they can go on their own journey of interdependence outside of, uh, I guess, what's what's in between codependency? There's codependency uh, I guess independence and then there's interdependence so now they're on their own journey of interdependence where they are learning how to be themselves while also considering the person that they are uh, one at one with or or whole I know at one with the person that they've chosen togetherness with I guess would be another way to say it and that togetherness is powerful and the natural order of this world that I've created has um, put them on a trial. How powerful are you really? And how powerful can you be without each other? And so Bowen learns his, his own skills of what it looks like to be a man. And Leone be, learns her own skills of what it looks like to be a woman. And uh, you discover that Bowen his, has a gift of um, cultivating life with the public and Leo has a gift of cultivating life with, within the private space um, which is really ironic because it's the opposite when they first met Leone, Leo was uh, she was pursuing like life giving things in the public and everybody loved her she was the social extrovert that everybody wanted to be around because she was, she just cultivated a heart for life. 
And then Bowen was the opposite. He was the protector in the private areas, the, the, the private spaces of life, of his own life. And it became uh, his identity. And so we kind of d discover a reverse. So when you go into wholeheartedness, you actually see how powerful the man is for the public and how powerful the woman is in the private spaces because um, Bo is in he's in the community and he's trying to find Leo and then Leo finds herself in a cabin in the woods and she's she's been told to wait for him and she's just choosing to wait 